On this feast day of Our Lady of Fatima, we profess our love for and our devotion to our Blessed Mother. It's important for us to remember something. We need to remember that not everyone feels the same affection for Mary in their lives that we hopefully feel in ours. Some people, in fact, actually hate our Blessed Mother. They detest who she is. They detest especially what she stands for. Jesus says to us in this Gospel text from John 15 that we will experience hatred in the world because of our faithfulness to him, because we're his disciples. If the world hates you, Jesus says, realize that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love its own. Because you do not belong to the world, and I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. Now those words apply to every true Christian. They apply, I think, in a special way to Mary, since she was her son's best and most faithful disciple. This is why I would say that Mary is the most loved woman in the world and the most hated woman in the world at the very same time. And it's amazing the reasons that some people hate her are the very same reasons why other people love her. For example, some people hate Mary because of her sinlessness. And that may sound ironic, but it's true nonetheless. Most people are disliked because of the evil that they do. Mary is disliked by some people because of the evil she did not do. See, Mary in her holiness pricks consciences. She pricks the consciences of people who don't want to repent of their sins. Most people don't like to have their consciences pricked by anybody. Another reason Mary is hated is because of her purity. Mary was a virgin, and we happen to live in a hedonistic age in which virginity is looked upon by some people as a disease. Mary lived by faith, not by her emotions. Whereas we live in a culture where the prevailing attitude is, if it feels good, do it. Where people like the late Hugh Hefner are glorified as heroes. Third reason why the Blessed Mother is hated is because of her obedience. The words that Mary spoke to Gabriel at the Annunciation, they were not an emotional reaction to a heavenly vision. They were words that expressed Mary's core philosophy of life. Be it done unto me according to your word, O Lord. In other words, whatever you want, God, I'm going to do. Whatever you want me to say, I will say. My life is in your hands. My life will be lived by your rules, not mine. That was the philosophy of Mary in every situation of her life, not just when Gabriel happened to be around. Needless to say, it's not a popular philosophy right now in our world. It used to be that most people recognized the fact that obedience is a virtue and disobedience a vice, but that's all changed. Now many people believe the exact opposite. They consider disobedience to be the virtue and obedience the vice. We wonder why crime is so rampant now in our world, especially in our cities. We wonder why so many people are so messed up. It all follows. When Mary appeared in Fatima in 1917, she told those children to pray the rosary for the conversion of Russia. I and many other people believe that the millions of rosaries that were prayed for that intention during the next 70 plus years resulted in the tearing down of the Berlin Wall and the peaceful collapse of Eastern European communism. In many respects, that was a miracle. 
Given the direction our country has been heading in recent years, morally and spiritually, especially with this wokeism phenomenon we're dealing with at the present time, because of that, I would say our nation needs a similar kind of conversion right now. So let's resolve at this Mass to pray in the future every day for the conversion of our country. May that be one of our primary intentions whenever we pray the Rosary, which hopefully is every day. Let's do that in confidence. If Mary can do it for Russia, if she can put an end to a great evil in that country, then she can certainly do the same thing for us here in the good old U.S. of A. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.